Hey, let's go answer the bell, huh? If we just know what we're doing, work at it, and concentrate and do it. Let's go, fellas! Another episode of the Patriots Podcast. I'm Sean here with Ryan and JJ. Hello. What's up? So we discussed not doing this episode because of how ugly a finish that was on Sunday. But my, I mean, this team is is critically flawed. And yeah. in in that vein, I'm just not that upset about this loss. It was embarrassing. Don't get me wrong, very embarrassing. But JJ, where where does this rank on your like? regular season loss on the the shit scale here pretty well on the the shit scale (laughs) wet and gross uh you know no seriously um i was way more pissed i guess than you i was really pissed because it was dumb mistakes all throughout the game i mean you know the ending was the the perfect fitting finish for you know this should have been a blowout we could have blown this team out i think i mean looking at how bad they were and the mistakes they make all the time, uh, you know, how many <laughs> pre-snap penalties they have and, you know, their offensive line is a mess, their defensive line is a mess, and they definitely have some talent. But you know, we had every chance to just take that game and really run away with it, and we kept screwing up between the, you know, the goal line, goal line um, drive we had when we were at the five, and we just completely squandered it, didn't come away with three. They're the worst team within the five in the league they've let up like i don't know double digit amount of touchdowns in a row there there's the punt block that was just a joke there was you know the end of the game where we go into prevent defense and just let them drive down the field and then of course the last and final play which makes not really much sense when you're tied and it basically i would assume makes it real tough for us to make the playoffs i think the playoffs is kind of a long shot at this point Pretty much. You come up the Bengals next week, terrible place to be in. Uh, flawed, flawed team. Very flawed. Yeah, it's not a good team at all. Um, for as good as we are defensively, we're equally as bad offensively. Uh, every time we get into position to score, it's like a, a false start. Oh, we took a timeout when we threw a touchdown pass to Myers. Like, Jesus Christ. And these things like happen back to back. It always seems like we're moving the ball. Um, not always, but when we're moving the ball, we do something stupid to kill the drive. Um, Always. Some really bad, really bad throws by Mac Jones in this game. Uh, really bad reads to not see open guys. He threw a uh, six-yard screen, a minus six-yard screen to Ramondre Stevenson. I screenshotted it yeah, because was it was bad. like three, four guys open downfield. And he's looking at, he's looking at Ramondre, his check down, like staring at him. Like, why don't you, why are your eyes not downfield? Um it's well, offensively. It's just a disaster. Um, some calls late in the game yeah. did not benefit us, but I mean, the the Raiders had nineteen. Was it was it nineteen penalties or nine penalties for? No, no it, way. It, it was, was nine. It was a lot. Was a they lot. had a lot of penalties. No, yeah, the, um, it was thirteen for ninety yards. Thirteen for thirteen 90 for yards, ninety yeah. yards. I mean, they yeah. did everything they could to keep us in that game. The defense made some plays. We had a touchdown on defense. And we still just shoot ourselves in the foot all the time. The false starts. I mean, Johnu Smith. And then there was another one where Johnu Smith's wide open in the end zone. And Mac Jones overthrows him by like seven yards. Johnu Smith should have had an offensive pass interference on that. He ran into the guy, smashed him down. And then he rolls to the right. And like, oh, he didn't call it. You got that benefit and you didn't take advantage of it. 
I feel bad for some guys on this team. Um, Ramondre Stevenson's playing his ass off. Uh, While injured as well, coming back from an injury. He was Where they tried to start him slow, didn't even start him. And then the second half, they couldn't get him off the field. Right. 19 carries, 172 yards and a touchdown. He had 116 yards after contact, which (laughs) 100... 116 yards after contact. That's I mean, a absurd. couple of those dude uh, runs. He just runs through people like they just can't. T- he's so I don't know, just so good at breaking tackles and such a good center of gravity. You know, it's like you don't. Yeah. And some of the times mm-hmm. he doesn't even go to the ground. You just they call they blow the whistle and he's just standing there like he's not down. Yeah, yeah, he was awesome. And I feel bad for the offensive line because it was probably their best performance as far as clean pocket percentage. Since the Lions game, they had about 78.5% uh, clean pocket percentage, and Mac just wasn't looking downfield, couldn't find anyone downfield. More than anything in this game, like Mac Jones looked lost to me. Um, some of the throws, especially, I mean, just to start the game, it was a severe underthrow to, um, to Myers, I believe it was. No, it was an overthrow to Thornton on second and eight, a crossing route. And then they did the same Missed thing again. Yeah, and then an underthrow on the very next play by about five yards on a, on the third and eight. Um, yeah. At the same part of the field too. It's like yeah. his footwork was wrong and he just didn't correct it. He looked sloppy, man. There was a double screen to Ramondre where he was, he just like threw like a fadeaway jumper to Ramondre Stevenson. That's what it looked like. And the ball oh. was nowhere close. He was Don't not watch the replay of that play. If you watch the replay, it was like a fake screen to the left and then a fake screen to Ramondre, and they tried to hit Hunter Henry in the center of the field. And then he winds up, Hunter Henry was coming on a crosser and uh, was just kind of covered up. And so he goes back to Ramondre and throws it way behind the line of scrimmage. If you watch mm-hmm. the replay, uh, I don't know who the receiver was on the left side. I think it was Taekwon Thornton, yeah. wide open. Nobody within 20 yeah. yards of him at the front pylon. Yeah. There were multiple plays in this game where I, I look back and I'm like, this guy's open, this guy's open. Ramon, uh, Max not even looking downfield. Max looking at the protection on some of these. Yeah, he, like he's I mean, looking at his offensive lineman trying to see where the pressure is coming from. Um, I thought this was his worst game definitely. since early in the season. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Um, when he was throwing those, when he was throwing those jump balls early in the season, that's that's how bad it was. Uh, but having said all that, we're in the game. We're winning twenty four seventeen late with thirty seconds to go, and. They fourth and the ten. officials, right? They yeah. How about they, fourth and fourth ten? And we ten. give up. Yeah, fourth and we, we give up talk a about comeback that. at twelve yards. Ridiculous. Yeah. Just like the the easiest completion you could possibly have on fourth and ten is a twelve yard comeback. Yeah, and uh, we gave them two two in a row. One was on fourth and ten. I think the next one was on first and ten. The exact same play. Yeah. They did it. Row, yeah, yeah. Right in front of Marcus. Insane. Jones. Too bad. And then. You know, Matt. It, I, I want to get back to what you said, Ryan, about Max. Uh, Max gameplay. I mean, it was definitely his worst game, for sure. I mean, this was his worst game as a Patriot that I can remember. His, you know, he didn't throw a pick, he didn't turn the ball over, but it looked like that's what he was trying to play for. Like he was trying not to turn the ball over and take anything big. I think at this point, he's just been he's scared shitless back there. He doesn't trust the offensive line, like you said. He's looking at protection. That's nowhere you want to be, and that's really well, unfortunate. That's come to this. And then, yeah, but we still tied it. Like, or we, you know, we tied it. We took the lead. And then on that last drive, yeah, fourth and 10. And then, I mean, I don't know. That, that I know it was third and 10, or it would have been third and 10 or whatever. So they would have got the ball back. But um, I don't think that was, I, I find that stunning that that touchdown wasn't called back. That that wasn't it's, it's was unbelievable. reversed. It was like they were looking for the pebbles. 
And when you see there was, oh, it's God, like, dude, his foot was when you move. see the foot on the line, it's out of bounds. This isn't tie goes to the runner. You can draw, right? <laughs> you can draw a clear line between both sides of his feet and through his foot, and you can see that his toes are out of bounds. Yeah, I can't understand how how they just called that. You know, Minnesota was they they overturned the Hunter Henry play because it was. You know, I don't know. They said they had enough evidence there. There clearly wasn't enough evidence. There was like two or three camera angles again. And usually they go, okay, we're not going to overturn that. They called it this a touchdown on the field. And then they're like, oh, not enough evidence, not enough camera angles. It's like, you can't wait a second. You can't say that a couple weeks ago. There's not enough camera angles. There's not enough evidence to see that he did catch it when the call on the field was it was a touchdown and then not overturn this. So it's like some kind of continuity here. Would be freaking nice. That ties up the game, and then we lose it on the most unbelievable play. One of the most unbelievable plays in NFL history. It has to be up there for, like, biggest football follies. Like, holy shit. Did you think you'd see that with the Bill Belichick team? I didn't think I would. Not that bad. I hate to even talk about that play. It's it's (laughs) It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. An all-time bonehead. It's on the blooper reel. It's going to be shown forever. Um, Myers did not really have a good game. He was targeted six times. He would have had some big plays there, and and he just couldn't come up with the ball multiple times. Ramondre has a great run, decides to lateral him the ball. Right thing to do there is try, try to head up field, not to throw the back, throw the ball backwards thirty yards to Mac Jones of all people, who wasn't Chandler even Jones looking for the a, ball. He was, I mean, just an. I don't think right. he was looking for the ball. Really, he was just well, why he, he was be? just standing there, and then all of a sudden the ball's up in the air, and there, you know, Chandler Jones is there with like six yards in front yeah. of him, just runs him over. Some people are giving him shit about the tackle. It's like, get out of here. I don't think he had a get chance ever. Chandler Jones with a running start, he's probably got 80 pounds on him. It's like, it's one of the best athletes in the league. He's a giant, <laughs> Granny. You he, think otherwise? You think he should have done it? Should have, yeah. Do you, him? Are you, uh, I don't think he oh, had a okay, chance. Okay. No, he doesn't have a chance. No, I don't think he had a chance. That's a monster. But I'm not saying it was a great effort. He didn't expect to have to be tackling a behemoth on that. It wasn't a good effort, but I don't Uh, blame him. But I, you know, another thing is just the coaching, 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 coaching for me. The whole, the whole mm -hmm. year, it's just been a theme of coaching, and you know why the coach on the last play there wasn't like, hey, you know, just tell everybody we're not, you know. We're doing our best. You just had a change in possession, right? You could talk on the sidelines yeah. and say, hey, offense, don't fuck up the ball. We're going to try and go for this. Don't do anything crazy and be stupid with the ball. It's a tied game. We're not losing. We'd rather you go down than turn the ball over, right? Right. And it's yeah. the way they've played the last 10 weeks. The last 10 weeks. What, what has it been about? We don't even look down the field for fear of turning the ball over. Right. And then we get that play. Like, are we just not on the, we're just not on the same page whatsoever. Um you know, and there was a play before that to Tyquan Thornton when we had the ball uh, with about a minute 40 left to go, where he caught the ball on the sidelines for about 21 yards. And they just said he was out of bounds. But I'm looking at it. I'm like, his feet, both his feet look into me. There was no review, no nothing about that play. We just moved on. Yeah. Um, that's puzzling. Yeah, right. And inside... they, they did the short review on that, didn't they? they were... Oh, no. The, the short know. review was in the first half. In the first half when we got called. Like we had a catch downfield, and then the refs inexplicably took a long time to set the ball, and then they paused. The guy's holding the snap, and he's like, "Wait, wait, wait. we can't snap it yet." And it's like, yeah, "Sure, Bel- we can." Belichick you, was you pissed. Set we set the ball. Down. Yeah, that's yeah. when we. Uh, that's what right. Josh. 
and Josh just gave him play, extra right? time to challenge yeah, it, and it was successful. It. Belichick was off his rocker on that play. Yeah, it's not, it's not pretty. I mean, we're going to be talking about <clears throat> the the ineptitude of um, some of these play calls and and not having secondary plays and the delay of games. Holy shit! Yeah. We're going to be talking about this until yeah. next season, and they got to get it ironed out because. Maybe that means different coaches. I, I well, don't even, know. You know, even I, situational football to too, watch. right? I mean, you're talking about play calls. I made a note when, you know, there's seven minutes left, fourth quarter. You know, um, I think we were up at that point, right? I think that's when we had just scored a touchdown. We're up 24-17. Um, and we do – we run a four-yard play. We've been averaging – I don't know, five yards a carry. We get a four-yard run. Then the next play, we do a bomb down the left sidelines. The first, like, big play down the field that we've done. It's like we're trying to kill clock. There's seven minutes left, and you're winning. Like, we want to kill clock and get out of here. This team always loses in the fourth quarter. They always lose in the second half. Every They're the worst team against, you know, one-score games. So we throw a bomb down the field. And I think then we did another quick pass because it was third and six now. And then that was it. And we gave the ball back in like 30 seconds. It's like right there, run yeah. the football. You give Stevenson well, or, or strong to, you know, give Stevenson two carries there, get third and short or something, you know, and then you open up the playbook. It's like we throw a bomb down the field. We give them the ball right back. You know, they didn't end up doing with it, but they, and at the end of the game, they had enough time to go down and win it, which I don't know why we changed our defense there. I guess we were gassed. Is that what it was? I mean, we had, I don't know. We had timeouts. We, we had shut them down all second half. They couldn't do anything. They couldn't get the ball out. David Carr was scared. Their receivers weren't getting open. Our secondary had done a good job, and we we're like, you know what? Let's give everyone a 15-yard cushion and see what happens. And it's like, okay. Well, it was working for the first series. They got three straight incompletions. They get to a fourth, fourth and ten. Then they build some momentum and they start driving. I guess, but you should have, you know, send a guy. Their offensive line is terrible. I, I couldn't stand the game plan. I couldn't stand the game plan. All the, you know, the amount of screens we keep throwing. I, I looked for a stat, but I couldn't find it. How many screens have we run in the last like month or game per game or something? I mean, I feel like it's run screen left throw downfield or, or run screen, right. Throw downfield. It's like, okay. Or <laughs> screen, then run, then maybe a throw downfield and everything's before the sticks. They always throw things before the sticks. It's hardly ever. We throw things over the sticks third down and long. We, we always throw five yards <laughs> short of the sticks. It's like, you know, everything's kind of falling apart. It's what we feared. I feel like we knew this day one of training camp. All the reports were coming out after, you know, we could even talk about, Patricia and Joe Judge, they were hired. Everyone's going, what the hell are they doing? Day one of training camp. Doesn't look good. This doesn't look like an NFL offense. 20 days into training camp. This still doesn't look like an NFL offense. Oh, they're going to clean it up by the season. And then all season, it's just been like, oh, we have talent. You can see it a little bit. Oh, nothing. Not scoring points. Screw ups, all this stuff. Yeah. Now it's week 15 and we've blown it. We, Everybody on offense is probably worse except for Stevenson. Literally. Maybe not Hunter yeah. Henry. He's about the same. There's, there's been worse. some good play. He scored like I think 10 it's been, touchdowns last year. He did, so he's down. He it's is down. been wasted. We've had some good play around around both sides of the ball, and I feel like it's largely been wasted, especially on defense. Defense. You look at what Uche's doing and Judon. Um, Duggar's making plays. Marcus Jones, I, I really like him. He got picked on a little bit in this game. Um, but he had a good game overall he was, for a rookie. He had a pretty good game. He had one 
he had one pass breakup that was incredible where his speed was on full display. He was beat by Devontae Adams. This is the first drive of the game. It was Devontae Adams was open for like a 60-yard bomb or whatever. Marcus yeah. Jones catches. He's fast, man. He caught up to that. Um, I thought the offensive line was much better. Again, I mentioned he was Mac was kept clean. He was 78.8% of the time. Still nervous though. Uh, kept clean. Kept listen to this. Kept clean. Mac Jones was 11 for 25 for 90 <laughs> yards. Yeah. That's that's insane. That's very that's not even like Mac Jones to have that kind of number. Uh you I mentioned screens. It was five screens. Five and there was um yeah. But but this is the thing. Seventeen attempts where you're either throwing behind the line of scrimmage for short, zero to nine yards. Seventeen. So seventeen of his twenty five? Six of thirty one. Thirty one. Okay. So it's I mean it's a lot of really short short uh passes and Look, man, I'm looking at the the all 22 and guys are open. So I don't know. Th- this game in particular, I would say that was more on Mac Jones than some of the play calling because he just he just wasn't look. His eyes were not downfield. They weren't. Yeah. No. Yeah. He was he was terrible in this game and and Ramondre was terrific. And to JJ's point earlier, um, it was it almost seemed like our best bet offensively was just to give Mondre the ball three times in a row every time. Well, in we're on the goal line to score that, that I feel like, I don't know how many games in a row we've done it. I know we did it against the jets. Uh, the second time we did it against Minnesota. I can't remember if we did it against Car- the Cardinals, but where we were down in the red zone and we're so far up our own asses that we have no idea what to do. This is in the second half where we have to spend two second, second quarter. quarter. I'm sorry. Two timeouts within like five seconds. And you get like, you don't get a yard. You don't get it. It's like either on a, you know, second and short or third and short, or this time you're on the one it's second and one. Your running back is a fricking moose. You just give him the ball. He's going to get it. Or you do the max sneak there or something. And it's like, you know, Oh, we threw a pass. Okay. It was bad. It was a bad pass by Mac. Then we throw it again and we get a touchdown, but we called the timeout. Oh, okay. And then we fucking, Throw it again, or Mac just false, start. false, uh, false start, and then they false start on fourth, and, and then they go back fourth and goal from the one, fourth and yeah. goal from the one when Mac just dove over and got it. It's like so inept, and we've done that so many times in a row now. It's like that is the mark of a bad, bad team where you're just blowing timeouts yeah. because you don't know what's going on. They've had all week to figure this out, and they can't figure out. Okay, yeah, this was... is what we're running. When we're in this situation, we're running this. Nothing. Yeah, that drive. That, w- that went from the first quarter into about 11 minutes left in the second quarter was a really good drive. Yeah. Uh, Ramondre was, was killing it. Um, Pierre strong had some, had some plays. Thornton had a 21 yard uh, completion. Pierre strong had another 14 yarder over the middle to, to John 13 yarders, you know, and then we, we get the ball first and two from a, a DPI and you give the ball, the ball to Ramondre one time once, and then you end up taking you end up taking two timeouts, taking a penalty. It's um, horrible. It's horrible. It, it, I would have liked to see Ramondre get another chance there. You know, and absolutely, we, dude. How many times in the past for a field goal? That was minus four points right there. Absolutely. How many times in the past, like a trademark of the Patriots' offense for for the twenty years Brady was here was when you're first and five, you can you usually you know all of our running backs got so many touchdowns in the past. Like you think of all the guys who were nobodies and they had 10 plus touchdowns because we were in the goal line. Our offensive running scheme was sound. 
they could get five yards on three plays. And they would do it. I mean, he also had Brady to throw it for sure, but that was just Ben Jarvis Green Ellis had how many fucking touchdowns? And he was just a guy, he undrafted guy. We have Ramondre Stevenson, who's like becoming one of what is he, top two, three running back in the league right now? Do you see the stats he has for like broken tackles and yards after after contact and all and that shit? I think shit? he's second in the league in broken tackles. It's and like he's missed some time too, so it's crazy. He's insane, and we don't give him the ball. It's like, okay, great. We're really, really in shitsville here if you're not even giving him the ball on the one. Yeah. Well, I, I would oh. say we litigated that the ending of that draft yeah. pretty well. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it really came down to the, the second half, and we've gone over it. You know, you're losing 17-3 to after playing a dreadful first half, and then the defense turns it on. We gave up two first downs defensively until that final drive in the second half also scored a touchdown. Great play from Duggar. Really incredible. When Duggar's I, I saw him jump as soon as they had that, they had a short motion on the left side of the offensive formation. I saw Duggar already breaking on. I was like, what is he took doing? Three steps. And then took three steps and then, pre-snap to, yep. And then, and then he's in the end zone. You read it just like that. The yeah. fact that we have a, it was a perfect player. play that can read that and you have someone that, you know, that's not, you know, people, some people are all oh, Derek Carr looked it off. It's like, no, no, no. He fucking got, you know, he read that like a book and got it. He saw the motion. He saw the motion. He, the motion. he jumped it. Jumped it. The fact that we have a player that's like that study, is man. pretty freaking cool. He's made a couple huge plays like that. That, that. And that changed the game right there. We should have won right after that. It's like, that's it. That's a, that's a game changing game winning play right there. If you just finish things up. Well, yeah, you look well, after, after, our, after our that. Next two I mean, possessions we scored. Yeah, we got a field goal on both drives after that. We're in we're in the driver's seat, and then, you know, another another drive later, you have Ramondre running for a thirty four yard touchdown. Um, you get the you get the two point conversion. You're up twenty four seventeen with three minutes and forty three seconds left. You're feeling good. There's no way you lose that game. You know what I mean? At least going to overtime. And then, you're, uh, you're at least going then, to yeah. overtime. Should have won it. Should have won it. I mean, it didn't need to be an overtime. This is a bad team. We didn't need to go to overtime. And, you know, as you're saying, the defense did play good. And it, I do feel like this defense is good enough that if we had a good offense that could score when they were supposed to, this defense would look a lot better because they're constantly yeah. playing with their backs against the wall and like, you know, long, long drives, being on the field for a lot of time. And then our offense going on there in just 10 seconds, literally, oh, defense is back on there. It's like, that's that's hard to play like that when you're a defensive unit. We're missing a few pieces for sure, but our def- I got to say, our defensive line is dominant. And Barmore was back this week. He made a huge impact. It, it's good. It's good, but there were times where they protected it. We only, we only sent four guys, and it looked like there was a couple plays in particular where it looked like Godshaw like, quit. He was being double teamed. He just, yeah. he just stopped playing. Yeah, um, I mean, but between – I love the the – what is it? The – third down passing package when it's Uche, um, Barmore, Judon, and either Ukele or Wise. Pretty equale. F- equale. 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 Thank you. Equale. He was the one that was suspended earlier the in the season. Of- but um, so Yeah, exactly. He's clean now. They, he's still good, but he's That four-man rush is pretty awesome. I don't know. You know, it's like we think defensively or coaching-wise that, oh, we're, we're so good at getting pressure on four that we never send five. And it's like if we send five, it would be an open rusher almost every time. And we did it. Miles Bryant had a great, great um, uh, blitz this, you know, earlier – or was it earlier in the game, I think? First quarter, second quarter? It was early coming off the slot corner. Came yeah. out. One wrinkle – 
one wrinkle they, they definitely put into the pass rush was dropping Judon into coverage, which is interesting. which was driving me that, crazy. Yeah. And it was driving me nuts until I realized that they were basically the, the offensive pass protection was keying on Judon. And by dropping him out into coverage, it's totally messing up their whole plan. Mm. Yeah, it freed up things for Uche, too. I think Uche he made some yeah. plays. He didn't have a ton of hurries in this game. He had a sack and a forced fumble. Uh, he only had one tackle, but he's just showing up all over the place. He's a he's a menace, and to have him with two two years left on his deal, I would try to lock this guy up for a long time, as soon as possible. I thought we got him for three years. Half, I thought he was, was three more years, no. two only. Next I think it's two more because last year was last year. It's four year rookie deal. There's no option. I think for uh, I think he was a second second round pick. Uche, yeah, yeah. Second um, round pick. I'm pretty sure next year is his last year under contract. So yeah. since week nine. Since week nine, He's a PFF is giving Josh Uche a 92.2 defensive grade. That's the best in the NFL. That's the and best he only grade plays in the NFL like 20, for a defensive player. He only plays like 25, 30 snaps. He's not really on there outside of passing down, so he's got a lot of room to grow, I think. You know, once he gets a little bigger and stuff like that, I mean, it's still, you know, he has time. But he's great. Pass yeah. rushing, he is just so fast. Any Any big lumbering tackle, he'll get the best of, it seems. He just kind of has that yeah. bend, that Dwight Freeney bend to him. Remember, you know, it's like he goes sideways he gets to get low, there. Gets around, yep. Yeah. He, he's got that years to old. Him, which is awesome. And then you pair, you know, I I think Barmore, I definitely noticed him being back. There were a couple plays where he just destroyed who was in front of him. There was yeah, one like where he little... sacked. Did you see where he sacked the quarterback? Wait, 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 he, I don't think it was a sack. Carr got rid of the ball, but he crushed the guard into the quarterback and took them both to the ground. You remember that play? It no. was insane. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, he's, holy he's a beast. shit. I'd like to see, I'd like to see him develop a little bit more in, in, um, in, in the run game. I think that's what's costing him so many snaps. Cause a lot of time you see guy and, and wise and, yeah. and Godshaw in there and you know, he's not on the field. It's, it's, it's a little frustrating. Um, you want to see your young players, your young studs be, be in there a lot more than that. But Uche, Uche, man, stud, stud, stud. Yeah. We got a we got a handful of studs, especially on defense. Our defense is going to be and pretty good. They are good. They're young. They're already they're young. Good. I mean, they're already good. Yeah. The offense has pieces. It needs better coaching. We've covered that. Yeah. Don't jump in. Don't yeah. jump in, James. Yeah. We know your your thoughts you on know, this. I'm, we all know I'm pissed. I know. I know. I know. But at at the end of the day, this this team is just brutally flawed offensively and. There's just no way they were going to make any headway in the playoffs. This reduces their chances to make the playoffs pretty significantly. And, you know, long-term, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that actually opens people's eyes that the fact that the offensive staff needs to be changed. And uh, when you compare Mac Jones and generally everybody's performance offensively this year versus last year with uh, more competent leadership up there, it makes you think it's less of a personnel thing, more of a coaching scheme thing. So yeah, right absolutely. now, Patriots drop to to seven and seven after that one, uh, moves them out of the playoff chase for or at least a uh, current playoff seed. Drop below the Dolphins and the Chargers, who are both sitting there at eight and six. Patriots and Jets on the outside looking in seven and seven. <sighs> Let's talk about some of these other games Ugh. this weekend. I know people were like lit up, being this is the most insane weekend of NFL football. You you add on to that international football in the world cup uh so just crazy games all around uh we could start inside the division miami traveling to buffalo in a snow game yeah. on saturday night in like single digit temperatures no one including me 
gave them a chance to be anywhere near this game. They bring it all the way down to the end. Yeah, I mean, I think if it didn't turn into an absolute blizzard there, they might have had a chance. Um, I mean, I didn't, I didn't see a lot of the first half, but when I tuned in, it was basically Miami. You know, Miami and Tua are, are a perfect example of the system around you. I mean, you know, they got a great offensive coordinator. We we gave him no chance at the beginning of the year. We've, I'm sure we've said that a few times on the show. And he completes passes. He's comfortable. He, he you know, doesn't always have the best games, but he's comfortable in what he's doing. And he, he trusts what's happening in front of him. And, like, even, you know, to come back, score that last touchdown, it starts snowing, it's freezing. I think they scored to get to 29. They just couldn't get – they couldn't catch Buffalo and Josh Allen. But it's, it was a complete blizzard by the end. So I was like, they don't have – if they win this, that's incredible. There's no way they have a chance. Yeah. <clears throat> Josh Allen ended up having a really good game. Four touchdowns, 300 yards. Ran the ball 10 times for 77 yards. He runs the ball so much. Um, next best guy in their team had 13 for 42. I was impressed with the the Dolphins run game actually. Mostert had a huge had a huge uh I think it was a 67 yard play, 65 something like that. Yeah. Um he ended up with 136 yards yeah, in the, on the it. day, which is kind of unusual for Miami um to have a running back do something like that. Uh ended up being a three-score game or a three-point game uh to to finish the game and um Buffalo doesn't look quite as dominant lately. The last 5-6 weeks ever Besides since the Patriots had game. that. <laughs> Uh, elbow thing but Besides you know that, yeah yeah but yeah well it's not saying much yeah right yeah the the bills are still uh first place in the afc they have the same record as the chiefs but on the tiebreaker but as you're looking at it the dolphins are currently the seventh seed i mean if if the bills dropped back to be the two seed these two teams would match up in the first round of the playoffs it'd be they've played two classic games already yeah. this year two really really tight games one going either way I would be very worried about that if I was a Bills fan because it doesn't seem like they match up very nicely. No, absolutely. One of the other games in the AFC, I guess the only other one, the Jets were hosting the Lions in a game that we really didn't have consensus on how we felt about it. We know Jared Goff and a Dome team playing outdoors, but Zach Wilson was coming back for the Jets in a game where Zach Wilson actually played pretty pretty good. good, He was all right. He did. He He did. He was fine. He was fine. He, he didn't cost them any, like severely. He did have one pick in this game. Uh, they were kind of going back and forth in that fourth quarter. It, it, like the Jets totally lost their mind. They le- they left this tight end. I don't even know that tight. What was his name? Brock White. They left him wide open. Yeah. He ends Never up running the ball. Before, yeah. Yeah. He ends up running the ball 51 yards or something like that for a touchdown. I think it was a... F- it was a fourth and one or fourth and two. And they scored yeah, from good. midfield on a flat play to a tight end. Crazy. And then Sala admitted afterwards that he, he totally mismanaged the, the timeout situation at the end of the game. and really cost them a number of plays, number of extra shots at mm. it to close it out. And You know, fortunately for us, the, the Jets lost that game and something really needed to happen for the Patriots. Absolutely. To have any chance. Um, There's a lot Saturday, of six and eight teams. There's a lot of six and eight teams that could easily catch up to the Patriots. Definitely. There's like oh, four yeah. or I mean, five. The Raiders. The Raiders now have the tiebreaker. Jaguars are Raiders on, have the tiebreaker. Jesus Christ. When you put they it do. like that. No, I know they do. They do. It's amazing. The yeah, the Jaguars. Brand. I mean, the Raiders could catch us easily. Now they have a tiebreaker and, and the, the Jets, we have a tiebreaker on them. But the Jaguars, the Browns, the Steelers are all sitting there six and eight. And well, what do you mean? They're... Our schedule is 
brutal. They're, our our schedule is brutal, man. We got Cincinnati next week. Cincinnati, that, Miami, we'll about and that, but... Buffalo. So basically, yeah. we I mean, we got to win two or three. You got to get to nine, it seems like, no matter what, because Miami might fall out because they also have a pretty hard schedule coming up. So if they got to take two losses and you got to beat them, is basically how you get in. And maybe L.A. or, or Baltimore falls off. I can't see – the Bengals are just killing it. I, can't, I mean, they're already at 10, so, you know, that's kind of it. Yeah, we'll talk about it in a bit, but the Patriots don't have uh, a great chance no. to beat the Bengals the way that they're playing right no, now. Not at all. Let's just talk about a couple other games from last weekend. I had the pleasure of attending the Vikings-Colts game. Really? Which was oh a snooze fest you were, for the first half, you went at to least the from game? the Vikings' perspective. No, I just made that up. Yes, that's what I just wow. said. Wow, I didn't know you went to the game. That's pretty good. <laughs> you were a part of that. Yeah. You were there. Yeah, yeah. And we we did not talk about leaving at halftime. We all independently thought about it, but never spoke it out loud. And then into the third quarter, things just started turning. And it was just, 33. it was a wild ride. 33 nothing coming back from that. Um, and then on top of that, to have two touchdowns called called back because the the refs just called play dead instead of doing what they're classically what they classically do just let the play play out and then review it afterwards and call it back uh so to have those things happen on top of it it's just who are they in favor for i i will say i shut off the game i was like this is complete trash see you later i would have too i would have too (laughs) if i wasn't there yeah i have a question but why is matt ryan passing like 20 times in the second half because they're idiots. Why? Couldn't tell you. They're Couldn't, Jonathan Taylor got hurt, idiots. but still. Got injured. I mean, just yeah, run the ball. for the season. Just, just Why are the you ball. passing? You're up by 30 points. Yeah. Zero. Hey, zero experience for that head coach. This is why you get guys that know what they're doing. I, I don't understand that, dude. Like, yeah. there's no excuse for losing a third your game. You're, you're up 33 nothing. Run the fucking ball. No. Grind yeah. out the clock. See it see when we see it. You know, I can't believe that, dude. No That's excuse insane. for that. It it was so tight that I was sitting there counting the minutes and I'm going, okay, so they need five touchdowns and, or it was like, I think at one point they needed three touchdowns and the Colts had the ball. So it was like, and there was 16 minutes total left. So I'm like, okay, so if the Colts have the ball for two minutes on each possession, that gives you three minutes to score each touchdown with a minute left over. I was like, the it, the math was so tight on that. It was even tighter than the like the Patriots beating the Falcons. It was, uh, yeah, it was something. And then, yeah, place was rocking in the first half. The Vikings went for went for it on fourth down two times. I think in the fourth in the first quarter they went for it on fourth down inside their own thirty yard line twice. Wow, That's crazy. what in the world are you doing? You do not need to try this hard to beat the Colts. They're going to help you out big time. And so, yeah. Crazy. Kirk Cousins a wild had a game. day. 460 yards for four touchdowns. I, I see the two picks, but sack seven times. Man, that's that's brutal. After a game like yeah. that, Holy shit. They, 16. they got some momentum going in the playoffs. They might be pretty uh, pretty tough in the playoffs, I got to say. They will not be. You don't think that so? 32. A, that defense is a joke. Really? The Vikings defense is I guess so. Yeah, 36 joke. by the Colts kind of says that. Yeah. 32. Uh, Targets between KJ Osborne and Justin Jefferson. KJ Osborne played insane, out of his mind. Yeah, he was so good. Ten catches. I mean, we're just used to it from Jefferson that we're not as impressed, but Jefferson was great. That's huge if they can get him to step up. That's 
That's a fourth passing. I mean, fifth if you count Dalvin. Yeah, um, pretty fucking good. Yeah. yeah. So that was wild. And then afterwards, the the Ravens lost a game. Yeah, to which is big. The, the Browns. Browns. Deshaun Watson gets a victory. Snooze fest. Uh, Ravens looking I pretty mean, shitty. It looked like it. Yeah, Lamar is supposed to come back for Christmas Eve. So this this coming weekend, week sixteen. Oh, he is. They really need him back. Oh, they need yeah. some juice. Damn, this team's a, just. I mean, it I doesn't like, look good. Yeah, they are limping into the playoffs. Gotta like Lamar. Nine and five still been, though. Would have been nice to see them lose a couple games. We'll see. Too bad. Yeah. Right. Uh, another another game with playoff implications. AFC. The Chargers against the Titans in a game of opposing styles and uh chargers the, the chargers were able to to hang on to this one in the a game that was you know pretty tight, tight throughout and uh yeah they did just enough to to pull pull one out there move into a playoff spot mm-hmm. yep. cameron dicker and dicker sure. the kicker dicker the kicker. four seconds left to win the game yeah ridiculous Coming in clutch. that's a big win for them it is you're looking to ca- uh, catch the chargers now you know they're eight and six they've got two easy games co- or a couple easy games coming up um it's gonna be tough to catch them because if they can just eke ones out and you can't that's the patriots uh not good yeah and then two overtime games actually in the early window on sunday <laughs> oddly enough that the texans are giving people a run for their money every single week Still playing. I, look, I look over it you know they're they're beating the Cowboys by twenty points last week. This week they're beating the the Chiefs, bring them all the way to overtime in a game of the Texans. The Chiefs' original name, by the way, the Dallas Texans before they moved to Kansas City. Um, take them all the way to overtime, and and the Chiefs really need some help to get the victory on this. Kind of, you know, we're we're saying the Bills aren't looking so hot. How about the Chiefs going to overtime with the Texans? Yeah, I know. I was I was jumping in and out of that game, but the the. I mean, the Chiefs have a lot of pieces. Now they got this guy McKinnon, who they're throwing to out of the backfield, who is going scoring touchdowns for you know huge yardage. Um, their defense isn't that great. It seems like people can kind of score on them. Um, you know, it's tough. It's tough to be at the top for the whole season, man. The Buffalo and Kansas City have been the two targets all season. You know, we always talked about that being the Patriots. Everyone plays against you. Everyone gets it up for you. So you know, I don't know if it's as much of they're running out of steam a little bit, but also everyone still comes to play against you. And that gets really hard in the playoffs because now everyone's coming you know, harder and they both are dealing with injuries, you know, a lot of injuries, uh, definitely Buffalo. So, you know, they looked all right yeah. in this game. Yeah. They won it. They came back and won it in classic fashion, but yeah. it's getting tougher. Did just enough. Yeah, the, uh, they... the, the Texans have had a handful of games where it looks like they're playing really hard and they, you know, I, I'm sure they still want that number one overall pick. They pretty much have it locked up, right? With one, they're one twelve and one. But uh, yeah. that was a shocker. That was a shocker to take Kansas City to overtime. Yeah, right. the The Texans have a two game lead on that on the inside track to get the first overall pick. And then the the other overtime game that I mentioned was the Jaguars beat the, the Cowboys boys. comeback fashion, push pick it to six. overtime. Yeah, pick six in overtime. Really amazing interception on that deflection. Uh, to take it back. Trevor Lawrence did just enough. I think they, they might have even had a, a touchdown and a two-point conversion in the last minute of, of uh, regulation to get it into overtime. Jaguars, one game back of the Titans for the NFC South, AFC South. And then uh, the, the Cowboys losing that one in the NFC East. There was another matchup Sunday night. Commanders and Giants replaying the uh, – they had a good one a couple weeks ago that went to overtime, went all the way to a tie. 
this one, the, the G-Men, able to pull it out in a game that was basically a tale of Saquon Barkley is better than everybody else you could put on the field. That's what I saw. <laughs> really? Saquon just he looks like a different mostly. animal. I watched a little bit, but not much. Yeah. He's he's actually struggled the last few weeks. I think it's he needed a, a kind of a breakout game. Um, <clears throat> he's just got so much juice job. in his legs. So much. Balance. I know. But can you imagine how good they'd be if they had some kind of passing attack? To compliment him, yeah, I think this is hey, a Daniel a Jones t- runs the ball well. Yeah, that's all he does. He does but that's, he runs I mean, that's, that's it. That's all we he got does, Richie yeah. James, Richie James, Darius Slayton. Uh, there's, there's, I mean, it's like Scrub City out there. Richie the, James, they play, they use him. He's a punt returner. They use him the exact same way that that the Patriots use Marcus Jones on offense. Where so you, whenever Marcus Jones makes a play on offense, you're not like, oh, Mac Jones, nice throw. Yeah, no, you're like, oh. oh yeah, that was that was just a screen pass. That's what Richie, Richie James does for them. They need someone else there on the outside. It is a, it is a travesty. You Somebody know? like Kenny Galladay. Yeah, right. How much money did they pay that guy? <laughs> what a yeah, fucking bust he is! Know. All went right down the tubes. Yeah, that's pretty uh, bad. Last game of the weekend to go over Cincinnati going into Tampa Bay in a, a matchup. Everyone was looking at like, okay, since he's won like five in a row, and Tampa's looked terrible for two months in a row. Yeah. How, how's this gonna play out? And then. Tampa goes up like 17 nothing, mm-hmm. and then gives it right on back. And I, I think Cincinnati f- scored 34 points to three over the, the like the final six. 35 minutes of the game. They, they the second half six was 30. In the second half. Okay. Yeah, 31 yeah. to six in the second half. But yeah. Woof. Bengals. Ridiculous. Yeah, the Bengals took over. Smoking Joe, Tyler dude. Boyd, T. Higgins. Smoking Joe. All three of their receivers. Uh, four receivers, actually. Mike Mitchell Wilcox. Um Four different guys cut touchdown passes for the for the uh, Bengals in the second half. Yeah. This is the worst record Brady's ever had, and he's still getting to the playoffs. Yeah, they still have like the number four seed in that <laughs> yeah, pathetic, are, well, pathetic division. Where are the Saints? Where are the Saints? Are they, are they that bad? Yeah, they're five and nine, so they're a game behind. So not, but I mean, still, Bucks are a game up. I th- I can see Brady winning two of the last three, getting to the playoffs, and fucking taking a team or two with Dude. them. Definitely, dude. They're all five and nine. The Panthers, the Saints, and the Falcons are five and nine. Oh my God, Brady! Of course, and the Bucks lead that division at six and eight. Incredible, <laughs> incredible. That's, that's yeah, right. Wow, dude. Wow. But the the story of this game, the Bengals, is the Bengals. The Bengals have won six in a row. They started the season zero and two, and since then have gone eight and two, uh, including including six in a row. Most recently, mm-hmm. um, you know those victories are coming against. The Steel- at the Steelers, at the Titans, against the Chiefs, against the Browns, at the Buccaneers. Not saying they're the the top of the top of the world and the schedule there, but Titans are never easy to beat. The Chiefs, obviously, difficult team to play. Bengals have their number. And one of the things that scares me about this team is, you know, I I have it in my the Patriots have been terrible in first halves. We've played better in second halves, yeah. but I have Third in my head like if we could just play if we could play a good first half. And get a lead on somebody, we'd be pretty and then good. Continue to have that good third quarter, we'd be in okay shape. The problem is, the Bengals aren't a very good first half team either. But Joe Burrow is as good as anybody in the NFL in the fourth quarter. Yeah, he is. And yeah. I just have no faith that, given even if we had a ten point lead in the fourth quarter, I'm like, I got no faith we're going to be able to close this thing out no. against Joe Burrow and these receivers. Neither do I. Neither do I. I mean, the game, their games in New England. Our pass rush is pretty good. Joe Burrow does take some sacks, mm-hmm. uh, more so in previous seasons he hurt his than this year. Finger too a little bit last game, so that's a little thing. Yeah, that's a little thing. 
I think the only way the Patriots win this game is if we get consistent pressure on Burrow and that winds up with at least two interceptions, at least one of them goes back for a touchdown. <laughs> and then also we have a dominant special teams performance. I'm this, I'm serious. Yeah, no. I think this is the only way we're going to win. You're right. It's uh, <laughs> I mean, there's not much we can go off here. I mean, we just had a terrible, embarrassing loss. How are we going to return from that is a whole story in itself. The fact that it's got to be against the hottest team in the NFL right now. And like you said, arguably the best fourth quarter quarterback, you know, game driving quarterback in the league right now, smoking Joe's killing it. Um, he has really, you know, brought that team along. They got a lot of offensive talent. I don't know much about their defense. Um, they're pretty they're, solid. They're solid. On defense. They're solid. They're solid, right? They have a really good defensive coordinator, uh, and then they got a couple pass rushers up front, but nobody really. Right, found. and Trey Hendrickson was a lot better Hendrickson. last year than he's he's been so far this year. And they're, you know, I think you're right. You got to really come out with a really defensive, huge, awesome game plan and kick some ass. And you got to run the ball. They don't really have a good run defense, from what I can see. Um, you know, a couple of their losses are against good running teams. Uh, even those were, those were early. Their last loss was the Browns and the Browns yeah, ran they, for over like 150 yards. So I feel like that's some kind of formula there. Um, they're, they're, I'm seeing they're eighth in the NFL. Eighth in, best. In, they're the eighth best rush defense. Great. So, so defense. you know, yeah. there you go. That game must've been a fluke, yeah. but uh, <laughs> I don't really think there's really, yeah. I mean, I don't think they're going to win. I don't think they, I don't know how they can win. I feel like the only scenario going forward is we get our asses kicked by the or maybe it's a game you know maybe it's competitive but we lose and then we beat miami and buffalo rests everyone and we beat them that is like the only path i can see to the playoffs plus other teams losing and all that shit i just can't i mean this is like arguably the best team in the league right now the hottest team in the league right now we're going against yeah. it's like oh they're, okay. one of the, they're one of the four best teams for one me, of the four I think best teams four. definitely and they're the hottest, right? I'd say playing their best football like the last so many weeks. Definitely. Right? Definitely. When you look at the Eagles have been, you know, kind of not the same the last few weeks. Yeah. The, the Chiefs letting Texans take them to overtime. The the Bills have been struggling, you know. Yep. In context, they've been struggling for what they normally are. Miami's kind when of been struggling. At, yeah. When you look at Cincinnati, they, they're hot right they're now. Hot. They got all their receivers playing. All their receivers playing well. Uh, Joe Burrow, right. Chase just, just came they back. They figured out how to, right? It seems like they're figuring out how to protect them a little bit. Um, so, I mean, I just don't see how we can beat this team right now. With with, with what I've seen on offense, we don't score enough points to, to be able them. to keep up with this team. No, yeah, they haven't. Like we yeah, can't so. win when it's like when we uh, keep their offense, the opposing offense, to under seventeen. I think was the stat. We have a pretty good chance to win the game. Like that's when we well, we're undefeated. We're undefeated. Is undefeated that what it is? Well, we hold them. I think it might be less than twenty points. And less than if we twenty. Give up right. More than twenty. Then we we've lost. So in the it's last like the perfect distinction. I don't think the last game they scored less than twenty was all the way back at their last win in Cleveland. So that we gave up less. Where than no that um that the Bengals oh, scored Cincinnati, Cincinnati yeah, scored yeah. less than 20. So in the past so many weeks, it's been 42, 37, 20, 27, 23, and 34 last week. I mean, yeah, right there, yeah. it's like, well, you have to do something that nobody's done in a month and a half. And this team looks really good. So right. I don't know what and we're going to do. That ties into what, what Ryan was talking about, that they're getting healthy at the right time yeah. with those offensive weapons. Yeah. I we kind of wrote them got, off early in the season too. I, I think because they lost to the Steelers and, and right. the Cowboys to start the season. 
Since and then, then and then the Ravens like a few weeks later too. Two. Yeah. Since then they're eleven and two or something like that. So or ten and two. Eight, yeah, eight, ten and two. Ten and two. Ten and, ten and two, two. Yeah, Thank ten you. and two since yeah, those right. two games. Yeah. So you know the extended preseason since then they've been killing it. So yeah, good way to view it. So in yeah. in this game, none of us are very confident. I got the Bengals twenty four to thirteen. I know this game is is in New England, but I just laid out the only path that I see for victory, <laughs> and it's pretty far fetched. Yeah. So twenty four thirteen, and probably that P- Patriots touchdown is in is in garbage time. I bet or it'll defensive. be a slow start. Or defensive or, or like a or punt defensive. return or slow something starter. like that. Yeah. Okay, slow start. I bet it's going to be a slow start. I bet it's going to be with like five minutes to go in the second quarter. It's going to be like three to three. How about this slate of receivers we've been facing lately? Oh, yeah. Between DeAndre Hopkins and and, and Justin Jefferson and Jamar Stephon Chase Diggs. and Tyreek Hill yeah. and uh, Stephon Diggs. Devontae Adams. Adams. Like we, I mean, we faced the, Devontae your Adams. top seven list. We've seen him well, in the last We did week, talk in about the that in months. the uh, you know the offseason earlier this year. Like, Look at the Patriots' schedule and look at all the receivers that are now in the AFC. You know, It's like a lot of the best ones are here. Um, so, you know, I have, getting I have to there. say too, the most brutal thing about Cincinnati is you can cover Jamar chase. You can double Jamar chase. You still got Tyler Boyd and, and T Higgins. Right. To think about. Yeah. And, really and Joe Mixon out of anyone. the backfield. And, yeah. Well, I will say uh, that about mind, the I mean, Oakland game, like... the Oakland game, we did do a good job on Devonte Adams. We basically outright doubled him. It seemed like, right? Yeah. But even then we got lucky with a couple. I mean, he could have had that 60 yard bomb earlier. Yeah, in the true. game, he was wide open. Um, it's tough. It's I think Marcus Jones is kind of being thrown to the wolves here. Jalen Mills needs to get back. Um, Jack Jones too. Jack yeah. Jones too. I mean, you're throwing you're throwing options. Marcus Jones yeah. out there, and 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 you're trying to use him on offense, on special teams. It's, yeah, it's a like lot. The guy's got to be exhausted. I know, I know, it's brutal. But I mean, Cincinnati's really good, man. I'm gonna go uh, 28-10, Cincinnati beat them. That's. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to do that, but. I mean, that's, that's kind of where we're at, isn't it? Did I say what yeah. I'm going to do yet? Um, or no? <laughs> you fucking I can't remember you, if I you said it. Why did you say it again? I was, I was thinking about it, and I don't know if I said it. Uh, oh, I think we're going to lose third, first time loss. I have. I don't think I've ever picked on this show. First time you're, all right. Grady, how long have we been doing this? And I don't think I've ever picked a loss. We've been doing this since 2014. 2014. So eight years. I've never picked the Patriots loss. I think this is it. I think I'm going to pick them to lose. They're going to go lose 30 to 24. They're going to keep it kind of close, but they're wow. going to lose. And it's So you think they'll they'll break their streak where they score over 20 points and and lose. Yep. Yep. That would be fitting for this season just to show, "Oh, you can still score 24 and you still you're just not good enough. You need to score more." Um, yeah. That'll be something. So so that game occurs on Saturday, which is Christmas Eve. It's kind of a very sucks, weird schedule this sucks. week. We got Thursday. We got games all day and night on Saturday, Christmas Eve. Then there's games all day and night Sunday on Christmas Day, and then a Monday night game oh, after that. Wow. So this is basically our families are going to hate us. Oh my god! Uh, based on what we want to do during this, I know. But they should just Patriots put it on one day. The house yeah, is two days. I don't know. Saturday. Well, they, they just they want to go. They want to rub it in the NBA's nose because the NBA for years has been like, we've got Christmas Day. Like NFL's got Thanksgiving, and then the NFL's like, "Watch us blow you out of the water on Christmas." Yeah, they're Day. going to blow them out of the water unless yeah. it's they like absolutely are. Well, there's only I don't even know who you could put three on games on Christmas Day though. They should do. They should have done all the games on Christmas. Screw Saturday. 
yeah i don't know i hate I, that. I hate it messes up my schedule man i hate thursday games i hate monday games i hate i don't even like sunday night games i mean i, I like do sunday i like night. going to i them, do like but... sunday night but i don't like why not do like the three or four games on saturday again and then the rest of the games on sunday i guess for the players probably are pissed but what do they care i mean they're fucking making oh, well it's also the fans i bet fans would rather go christmas eve than christmas Day. really but, yeah. yeah probably people got stuff to do on christmas day uh okay do so they? thursday we start off jacksonville Jacksonville's been a real up and down team, but they're going into New York to face the Zach Wilson led New York Jets. Mike White already been oh, ruled out again. Wow. Big game for this playoff implications. Big I game. Love it. game. I mentioned before Jacksonville's one game out from the Titans. They're one game uh the, the Jets are one game out for the wild card. Yeah. I I don't I just don't know which Jacksonville team is gonna show up week to week. They've been they've and been playing pretty hot, man. I got to say, it seems been, like there's a they, belief. Yeah. I mean, they went to Detroit and laid an absolute egg, but Detroit's been pretty good. But then Detroit played really tight with the, the Jets. I just I, close I one. got more faith in the consistency of the Jets right now. Well, that's Thursday Jets. night. That's not bad. Let me ask you, do you want the Patriots to make the playoffs right now? Playing I always want to make the playoffs. playoffs. I always do. I just yeah. don't care what it is. Yeah, I'm with Granny there. I just uh, want to make the playoffs. I yeah. feel like that at least shows you are at a certain level. Because draft picks, so you get Cincinnati. What? What if you get Cincinnati in the first round and get blown out by thirty? You still happy with that? Like, I'd rather show up to the game. Yeah, yeah. I can take a playoff loss. At least you're in the playoffs. You don't make it the playoffs. It's like you are terrible. They've added a playoff team. You know, it's like my biggest fear is that we sneak into the playoffs and then we try to run this fucking thing back with these coaches. Like, I, I don't want to see. I think it's too far gone, man. I don't. I mean. Unless these next three games, Mac Jones looks like Tom Brady or Joe Namath or something. Not Joe Namath. I have to say Joe, Joe Namath. Joe Burrow. Joe, Joe Burrow. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> if he looks that good, then, um, you know, I've maybe. nothing to indicate. Maybe. But there's nothing to indicate that. And it's going to be the same thing. And then it's going to fall apart. And, you know, it's t- there's too many things they can go back to in the season. And people can go back to and say, hey, look how bad this was. Like the Crafts are going to go back and be like, look at Oakland. Look at Minnesota. Yeah. Look at the Jets two games. Like the offense hasn't scored. Look at the Colts game. Like there are so many games they can go back to and be like, this sucks. Come on. Let's let's get moving here. Yeah, I know. I still want them to make the playoffs. I do too. If possible. But I understand that long term it might be better not to make the playoffs. I don't know. It's a push and pull. Other How games think- this oh. weekend. Forget it. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh yeah, other games this weekend uh, in the AFC, uh, Baltimore is hosting the Falcons. Falcons looked atrocious in Desmond Ritter's first start last week, but Baltimore's been reeling Desmond again. Desmond Ritter is uh, he is Lamar's back for this game. The Ravens need it. Falcons are one game out of the division lead down there, so <laughs> they could uh, use this probably a lot of running. Everybody's on uh, the both pl- directions. Yeah, yeah, everybody's. A- Every, anybody could make the playoffs in that division. I think. Um, I think in the league, it seems like most teams can make the playoffs. Like every, so many teams have a chance. It's only like five or six teams I feel like that have no chance, and that's it because of the way that. Yeah, I don't know why Desmond up. Ritter's playing. Why is well, Desmond why Ritter not? playing? Mariota had an eighty-eight point two rating. He was fine. I mean, he's not great, but he's. You could do worse. Yeah, I think I, I think Mariota's fine. You know, he's not. He's not the worst. The playoffs. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't know why you would, but unless for, you want draft position, who gives a shit? Kyle Pitts is out for the season. That's maybe they are playing for, you know, 
Maybe they picks. do want that. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, only two games with matchups of playoff. Uh, two teams that are currently slated to be in the playoffs. The Giants going to Minnesota. And then Philly going to Dallas. Both games happening on Saturday. Philly Down. looks like they're not going to have Jalen Hurts for this game. Yeah. What it, what happened interesting to, him? to see. Do you, what's the injury? Shoulder? Shoulder, 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 I think. Yeah. Is it throwing yeah. shoulder? I I don't know. I would imagine. Wow. I don't know That's that though. Big I don't dude. know. I'm just spitballing. Yeah. I mean, they've they've got things locked up, so they can stand to lose this game. It's really not that no. big a deal for the Eagles. Packers at Dolphins. The, uh, Packers Dolphins is on Christmas Day. Yeah. Uh, Packers got a win game. last week. It's really the only good game. Because the other games on Christmas Day, Denver at the Rams, Tampa at Arizona. I'd probably watch a Tampa Stinkers. at Arizona. I'll, I'll, of course. You know. Of course. Giants. Giants at Vikings kind of interesting too, though. Yeah. Vikings do tend to play much better at home. Uh, that Dallas game notwithstanding. But the, the yeah, Giants the second team half. is just, yeah, that Giants team is fundamentally sound. Yeah. They just are. It's just like, mm-hmm. you know how they're well going to you. Well-coached team. That's what happens. You're 8-5. and five. You're well-coached. Yeah, are they eight and five? I thought they were eight and six. Eight, five, and one to be. Oh, yep. that's right. The uh, the tie, the Commanders game. That's right, Commanders game. Yep. Commanders at Forty ers That's not a bad game. No, that's a bad game. Yeah, I don't really. This Niners I mean, team is a steamroller right now. Yeah, they're, they're just, just gonna run them right over. Kick I know they lost uh, Debo for a while too, huh? Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah, with that ankle. No, still ten and four. If you could give any team a quarterback. It would be the Niners, mm-hmm. and they would be unbelievable. They'd be unstoppable. Yeah, yeah, yeah they would be. Yeah. So I think the NFL thought they were going to have great games, but the way the Packers have been this year, the way the Broncos and the Rams have been this year, the way Arizona, yeah, you yeah know, Broncos and Rams is supposed season. to be a great game week one, right? And all, what a uh, scheduling fuck up! Oh, yeah, we're like going to do, do Broncos and Rams. Up. It's yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah, flex right. that out for the Niners horrible. Commanders or the Eagles Cowboys or something, you know? It's like get that out. All-time disappointment. All-time disappointment yeah. bowl. That's what that is. That is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we'll look forward to watching the all-time disappointment bowl here on uh on Sunday, Christmas Day. Um yeah, I think that this this week was the death knell for the Patriots season. Yeah. Uh, it finally opened all our eyes, including our very own James J. Finally, picks against the Patriots after being First enlightened time, as to how horrific our offense is. Yeah. First time in podcast history. I mean, I, get, I guess I can't say history. that. It's not like I have them all, like, checked off. So I can't say that's a, <laughs> uh, an absolute certainty. But I believe so, Sean, right? I don't know if I ever the have. The fans love it. The fans love it. Yeah, I'm sure they do. <laughs> Very good. Well, thank you, guys. Uh, it's it wasn't as painful as I thought it was going to be to talk about that game. So I'm glad we got it behind us, and now we can look forward uh, to celebrating this weekend. Merry, Merry early Christmas to both of you. Merry and, Christmas, and yeah, Merry Christmas, and, and, fellas. Same to you and to all the listeners as well. Um, yeah, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll be back next week. All right, guys. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Adios.